Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are listening and whatever time you are listening. Thank you for tuning in again for the Keeping It Real with KC show. I sincerely appreciate it. Of course, I am your host, KC Phoenix. This little segment is something, I said this recently, where I would add a new segment more than likely within the next 48 hours. Well, here is the new segment. The new segment is Listen to What I Made. (laughs) And for those who may not know, for new listeners... What I do is I experiment with segments. And like I said, I've added different types of segments before, whether it was Lucky Numbers or the Quick 3 Tarot and so on and so forth, which some of those will be coming back to because they were popular. It's just the point of having the bandwidth to do all of this stuff. But this particular segment, I decided to add it because I am entering a new age of cooking. And for my old listeners, my firebirds, you know the deal that I had some physical issues in 2020 and I've been getting better over the months and days and so on and so forth. But due to the issues that I had, I'm very particular about what I eat now because my body is very sensitive to things I eat now. It isn't a thing where I could just eat certain foods and then everything would just be fine. It doesn't work like that anymore. So I'm kind of funny about things because of that. And speaking of which, while we're on the subject of food, never share food with anyone. I know I've said that before with my old listeners to my new listeners. Take my advice. Don't share food with people. But I digress. So on this new journey of eating, I... I have usually, I usually eat a lot of the same things over and over and over and over again. And maybe it's this full moon in Aries that's coming tomorrow or whatever it is. But I've been in a space of, okay, we really need to start switching some things up. Let's find out what works best for me. And sometimes I do go outside of my I guess you could say my um, eating or a cuisine bubble. And I'll eat like a Subway sandwich. But if I eat a Subway sandwich, it's the exact same sandwich as Subway. It's a foot long, multi-grain bread, uh, the chicken strips, the regular chicken strips, not anything breaded or, or anything like that. And then no lettuce, Spinach, sometimes, um, oh my goodness, guacamole, 
what else do I put on it? Tomato. No onions, because for whatever reason, if I eat too many onions, I get a headache now. <laughs> so, no onions. I don't really eat onions anymore. Pickles. Black olives. And yellow mustard. And I feel like I put another, something else with the yellow mustard but I don't know what it is. It's not coming to me. Uh, and really, that's about it. It's just really, 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 it's a basic sub. And that's usually the one I get all the time. Or something along those lines. Like, when I go into Subway, they know. Type thing. But, for the most part, I've been eating at home the same stuff over and over and over again it's usually some type of salad kale and spinach usually mixed together with baked chicken that's been cut up and of course cashews and celery and carrots and things like that and then it a specific dressing too. There's a dressing that, and I mentioned this before, which I literally just bought. I went directly to the source this time to get it because for whatever reason, something was going on with Amazon where they couldn't get the dressing as soon as I wanted it. And they were like, oh, you're going to have to wait two weeks. I'm like, wait two weeks? Who waits two weeks for dressing? So for, I just went straight to the source, the company, and luckily, because not every company sells their stuff direct because from a business standpoint, they don't want to carry the inventory. They would rather somebody else house the inventory because the house inventory costs money. But luckily, this particular supplier company had their dressing. So what I did was I put in an order and I ordered like six bottles of dressing from them on top of the two that I had already ordered from Amazon. And somebody's rolling a trash cart because maintenance cleans constantly throughout. So if you hear any rolling in the background, that's what it is. But as for what I eat, it, it has to change. That's just been my thing. I just really, really want it to change. So I've been picking certain things here and there on it's like, okay, let me make this or let me make that because I know how to cook. I'm actually a great cook. And and that's not me saying it because it's me. It's other people have said it throughout the years is that, wow, you're an amazing cook. And the thing is, though, is that the things that I'm amazing at cooking it is the things that are not really healthy for you, where it's a lot of salt, a lot of cholesterol, a lot of sugar, all of this stuff. I'm learning how to cook again is what I'm doing. And I'm learning how to cook in a more healthy way. And yeah, could I eat certain things if I wanted to and get away with it? Yeah, I probably could. Certain things I probably could. But the question is why? Why would I why would I want to? Because that's the thing. And that is actually an episode that I was planning on doing for a daily thought. Where it's like, just because I 
I think the title of that episode, because I sometimes plan that out. I think the title is just because I don't doesn't mean I can't. Is what the title is. Haven't recorded it yet. And that's what I feel about certain foods. It's like just because I don't eat the foods doesn't mean I can't eat them. It's just I prefer not to. Now, some foods I just like the onions thing. I'm, I, headaches don't work for me. So I probably just can't eat onions for or a large amount of onions. But my thing is, is that I would rather eat something more healthy. So this particular thing, as you see in the title, sweet and sour sauce, I had a crazy craving for sweet and sour sauce. I don't know why. I haven't had any in forever. But I know that sweet and sour sauce is usually a whole bunch of stuff added in, whether it's sugar or other things, because everyone has their own different variations when you go to restaurants, which is why I'm funny eating at restaurants sometimes, because you don't know what ingredients they truly prepared or how much they truly put in there or if something was pre Um, Or if something was purchased beforehand that was already pre-made. And then, of course, you deal with the things that come with that, all of the um, preservatives and things of that nature. So I was just like, I really want some sweet and sour sauce. And I'm like, you know what? As I always say, in the age of the Internet, you can never say, I don't know. You anything you don't know, you can always learn. So I went online and I typed into the search bar, healthy, sweet and sour sauce is what I did. Or either I typed healthy, sweet and sour sauce recipe is what I typed in the in the search bar. And the funny thing was, is that I was bringing up these things and everything has sugar now. The one that I found was brown sugar, which brown sugar is obviously healthier than white sugar. However, I was just like, I don't really want to put any sugar in it. (laughs) So I redid it, which I've always done. That's the other thing. Let me give you a little something on soul food cooking, too. Well, since we're on the subject of food. Soul food cooking isn't just collard greens, cornbread, macaroni and cheese, macaroni and cheese, You know, fried chicken, blah, 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 all of that stuff. That's not soul food. And and this is this is my belief. Soul food is when you literally cook from your soul. That is what it is. If you are a true soul food cook, more than likely you don't know what your recipes are. (laughs) You're and what I mean by that is. Is that if someone said, can you in when someone asked about my macaroni and cheese, it was one of my coworkers. And I told you, I'm pretty sure I told my listeners about this, where it came up, because it was mentioned about my macaroni and cheese, which is legendary. And she asked me, she said, can I have the recipe or is it a family secret? I'm like, girl, no, it's not a family secret. But I was like, as for recipe, uh, I'm I'm winging it here <laughs> because it, however 
whatever is on my spirit when I'm in the kitchen making it, that's how it's going to come out. Where I might add just a little bit more of this that particular day. It's, it's not an exact science. Even though when you are a chef, and that's the thing, um, being a chef and dealing with mathematics, there's a lot in common there. Because everything has to be exact. Everything has to taste the same when you are a chef. You can't do this thing of, oh, well, I'm going to cook it like this. And then I'm going to come in tomorrow. And depending on how I'm feeling, I'll cook it like that. Chefs don't work. True chefs don't work like that. That's why I say I don't consider myself a chef. I cook. Do I consider myself a soul food cook? Absolutely. A chef? No. So what I do with recipes, just like with chicken and dumplings, I decided to redo the chicken and dumplings recipe that I had and turn it into apple chicken and dumplings. Because I was like, why do I feel that apples would go really good with this? And then I just redid the recipe. Same thing with um, cornbread on how to make it. I, I just did my own version of how to make it and it turned out really well and people really like it. So in, in this is no different with the sweet and sour sauce where I had seen it and it was saying brown sugar. I'm like, mm, not feeling that. That's a, my spirit is not feeling that. It is it's not matching. <laughs> so I was like, we're going to use honey. I want to use honey. So that was one of the things I did. And I kid you not. I did not know, and this is what blew my mind. I did not know sweet and sour sauce was so easy to make. I I didn't know this. Because it tastes so good. And I was thinking it's way more complex than what it is. And I went to the store. Well, first, obviously, I got the recipe. I tinkered with it. A little bit. And I was like, okay, well, I have to go grocery shopping this weekend anyway. So this past weekend on um, Sunday, I went to Super Target and I was like, okay, I need one red pepper, one red bell pepper. So I got one of those. I was like, all right, not using the brown sugar. I need some honey, but I want unfiltered raw honey. Got that. And then I was like, okay, I need some pineapples. Found a can of pineapples, bought that. And then I was like, rice vinegar, which I've I've had rice wine before. Not rice vinegar. But I was like, okay, so clearly regular vinegar will not play. (laughs) So rice vinegar. And I was looking, when I was looking at the rice vinegar, there was the Good and Gather Target version. And there was this other one that was the name version. And then I looked at the ingredients and the ingredients were the same. I was just like, well, I'm going to get the Good and Gather because it's less expensive. I mean, you know, I can buy the more expensive one, but doesn't mean I have to. (laughs) So... Yeah, just like I can put brown sugar in in the sweet and sour sauce doesn't mean I have to. So yeah, got me the 
rice vinegar. And then I was looking for this cornstarch. I had to ask for help for the cornstarch because the, the somebody had left a letter, um, letter, ladder. <laughs> Let me enunciate and be specific. Someone had left a ladder, a small ladder, in the aisle because I guess they were stacking the stuff, and the cornstarch was hiding behind it, and I didn't see it. And I knew I was on the right aisle because I read the aisle signs before I go on the aisle. Because my my granny, my granny was very funny about that. She's like, because I used to go grocery shopping with my granny all the time. And I used to love, my old listeners know, new listeners, I used to love going grocery shopping with my granny because I could literally put almost anything into that cart. And my granny would be fine with it. It didn't matter. She was just like, okay. I was so spoiled because I was her favorite grandchild. But these are minor details. I digress. So the guy was like, oh, it's hiding. The cornstarch is hiding behind the ladder. I was like, okay, thank you for your help. So I got that. So last night, I have my little mixed vegetables. I have my rice. I have my chicken. I was like, I have to get my soy sauce. So I take my red bell pepper I guess you call it a bell pepper or red pepper whatever and I cut out the top you know pull that out so you can get the seeds out and then all of that stuff wash it blah 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 chop it up throw it in my ninja my my processor and then I take I didn't even measure it I think I took like in this, I'm guessing I probably had a half a cup or no, that was probably like a cup. That bell pepper probably added up to like a cup. Yeah, I'm going to say a cup. So had a cup of bell pepper, cut up bell pepper. I had a half a cup, I'm guessing here, <laughs> of pineapple. I had a fourth a cup of rice vinegar. And a fourth a cup of honey. Poured it into the thing. Mixed it all up. Blended it all up. And then put my little small pan on medium. And dumped the pureed sweet and sour sauce in there. And then once it started to bubble just a little bit. I turned it down. I took two teaspoons of cornstarch and poured it into a separate bowl and just poured some water how much water I poured I don't know it was probably um maybe a half a cup or a little less than a half a cup into the bowl with the cornstarch the two teaspoons of cornstarch and then I mixed that up and then after I mixed that up I poured it into the pan of the sweet and sour sauce. Then I started mixing and mixing and mixing and mixing. Stirring it, stirring it, stirring it. I stirred this for a good 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, I wonder how this will turn out. But I was like, it looks very interesting. It looks like sweet and sour sauce. And then I try it. And I tasted it. And my... 
taste buds, they thanked me. They really thanked me. (laughs) My taste buds were like, good job. You hit it out of the park on your first try. (laughs) So yeah, I made the sweet and sour sauce. But the thing that threw me off was that it was so easy. It was so easy. But, you know, like I said, natural cook. But also, what kind of blew me away was that the ingredients were so simple and I knew what they were. That was my biggest thing. The ingredients were so simple and I knew what they were. That's that's what meant the most to me. Where, okay, I know what's in my food. I know that it was a red pepper. I know that it was rice vinegar. I know that it was honey. I know that it was pineapples, canned pineapples. I mean, if if I really wanted to go there, I guess I could have bought an actual pineapple and chopped it up and done that. But whatever, these are minor details. And I know that it was cornstarch with water. And that's it. And it tasted amazing. It tasted it tasted amazing. The taste was amazing. So that is what I made with sweet and sour sauce because I was craving it. I literally have not had sweet and sour sauce in okay. This is twenty twenty. What month are we in? October. So October. Uh, wow. I probably haven't had sweet and sour sauce in almost two years. Give or take. In almost two years. I want to say. Because I don't remember. I'm trying to think. I know it's been a year for sure. Minimum. But I feel like it's been almost two years. So yeah. It's been forever. And I was craving it. And I was like something's going to have to give. So. I made my own. I made a version that I could live with. And knock on wood, it's only it hasn't been 24 hours since I ate it, but everything seems to be on the up and up. There's nothing weird going on with my body. So yeah, now I have a sweet and sour sauce recipe that I can pull out anytime that I want to make it, which I'll probably make it sometime in the future in like a few weeks from now or something like that. I'm not trying to make it a regular thing. Because again, there has to be balance to things. And that's the other reason I'm introducing these new dishes in. Because it's like, okay, there's not balance here. There's not balance with this eating. Eating the same thing over and over and over and over again, there's no balance there. And now it's time for the the pendulum to swing back the other way so we can have some balance. But I want it to be on my terms where it's foods that I feel comfortable eating and foods that I can cook myself and do that. So hence, now we have this new segment that will pop up from time to time and... 
the very first segment, sweet and sour sauce. So that is all I have for this segment. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And as I always say, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Thank you to everyone who has been supporting this show. Every single listener, I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Whether you're in the United States or whether you're in... Spain or the UK or the Middle East or Brazil or wherever. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. I, sh- I sincerely appreciate it. Until next time, be blessed.